0: Welcome to Aligned Business Alchemy podcast. I'm Sonia Mutwani and I'm going to teach you to build, run and scale your soul-lit business from the place of love, joy and utter simplicity. Together, we are going to smash the rules that make you feel stuck and create a beautiful ecosystem to grow and channel your business that leaves your impact in the world and income in your head. Let's get started hey gorgeous soul welcome to the latest episode of align business alchemy i'm so very excited for today's episode because we have a special guest ashu here i'll let her introduce herself to you guys and tell all about the things that she does all the magic you just wait for today's episode let's get started hi ashu
1: Hi Sonia, thank you so much for getting me on this podcast and reaching out to me. It was like I really like don't really jump into invitations so quickly and I felt very connected. I was like, Okay, yes something in me is telling me let's go. So I did go ahead with it. And a little bit about me for the audience who doesn't know me. Hi, my name is Ashu. I am a business coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. And even if you're just an entrepreneur, but love spirituality, I am still your person. I love helping people have really good launches or fall in love with selling using their human design, using spiritual strategies. And I basically like act as a bridge because I am I don't consider myself as a very spiritual person I was just having this conversation in my mastermind today and the kind of conversations these women bring I feel very lost at times I'm like okay what is going on you do all these practices you're so deep into it I am not a very very spiritual person but that is what makes me like the perfect guide for them because I know as much of spirituality as I need to know but I am also from a business background. So I have studied bachelor's in business administration. And I, from there, have taken all the masculine dominant concepts on, you know, how Coca-Cola works, how Zomato works and all of that. But I'm breaking it down in spiritual ways for these women to understand.
0: Wow. That was so amazing. I love the idea that you talked about being a channel, being a medium, because when I am on the coaching session, you know, sometimes it happens, people are asking us some questions and we give them the answer. We coach them in a way. And I'm like, where did this come from? Like, what happened? Where is this idea coming in from? I never had such thoughts in my life. So yeah, I truly believe that coaching is like a mediumship. It's like, you know, delivering something intuitively. I really love that.
1: So yes, that's yeah. very true. Because I also, I am a different person on coaching calls. My clients have said that. I have a client who is a channel actually. And she told me, Asha, you should watch your video calls sometime because it's not you. You speak very differently. And there are very subtle uh, signs that you get to know when a person is channeling because uh, my partner is like, You know, when you start coaching someone, your voice gets very loud, and you are not, you are a totally different person. You don't talk like this in normal life. And I'm like, Yes, I know, I don't know why I do that. So I realized that I was channeling information. Sometimes we end up, just like you said, we end up saying the most amazing legendary things and we don't know where they came from they just end up happening on the spot i also wanted to emphasize just on one more point that why women and why spiritual entrepreneurs why not any that that
0: was my question yeah yeah
1: because i've gotten this a lot whenever i tell people because i solely work on instagram i literally think in instagram terms the moment someone tells me something i'm like okay this can be an instagram story this will be a reel that's how my brain operates but I saw women have these fears, like when we talk about women, they are having so many worthiness issues. They're like, okay, I do not deserve it. Especially in Indian women, they have never managed money. They manage all the money they are given but they are never in control of that money in the true sense. So I have always seen okay this portion is given to the woman of the house to get the groceries and everything but she always feels like it's not enough. She makes the ends meet in the most amazing way but She still isn't the one earning. Or even when women are earning, they do not have access to their own money. They are not the ones managing it. So they always feel like, I'm not worthy of money. I should not. Uh, Am I asking for too much? All of that. uh, No one wants my services because we are constantly shut down. We are not listened to. So there comes the women aspect. Add on spiritual entrepreneurs. Spirituality is somehow correlated with i need to help people for free this thing has so deeply uh, attached roots in the people i coach they're like, no, I'm not helping people if I don't. Uh, if I charge a lot for it. So along with the unworthiness, it's like I am not being a spiritual person if I charge money for my services. I need to be a very charitable person, but at the same time, I want to have a business which helps me with financial freedom. I'm like, okay, we need to work on a lot of things here. So I realized that this is my specialty in working with women with the unworthiness and the fact that you can charge as a spiritual entrepreneur. It's not counting as a negative pointer in your pointer system of life. It's not going to put you in hell.
0: Yeah, I resonate with this so much because I work with women, not only spiritual entrepreneur, but I have had clients who were into spirituality and they had this number one idea that when they're asking money, in exchange of their services, they are actually charging people or taking advantage of their problems, which is like completely opposite because you have some light, you have the medicine and you are just providing and helping people with that medicine in exchange of something. So I always, uh, you know, give this example to my people that Okay, I'm charging for my services. I'm giving you my coaching in exchange of money. Suppose I'm uh, doing this in exchange of gold. I'm doing this in exchange of some random material that you are going to give me if I give you coaching. Now replace this random material with money that is it. Money is just a medium of exchange. You are providing your medicine to people who need your services, who who really deserve to live a better life through your light and by hiding your gifts because you know we women have always been told to shut our opinions, to really hide, to not talk much, to not share much, to never show our true self. And It becomes very difficult as an entrepreneur to go out there and sell our gifts. To even own that, okay, we have this speciality to brag about our things. Like really, there's so much that we need to unlearn as women, as collective. So I really love what you are doing. Tell us about your story. How did you get into spiritual business coaching?
1: And on that pointer that you said that people... Uh, are shut down women are shut down there's also this need to be a good girl and that good girl aspect I am I don't want to say it but I feel like saying it I'm writing a book I don't know when it will get completed I've written a lot of it and then drafts but I'm writing a book which is all for entrepreneurs and there is like for women specifically and an entire chapter is about being the good girl and how deeply rooted it is and how it impacts in business so what you said was so on point for that
0: yeah the good girl syndrome especially in indian women you need to please everyone or else you are not really considered a part of family a part of society and we so want to be loved to be seen to be liked and for that we would do anything we'll go at any heights and lengths to prove it so, yeah, that good girl thing comes in so much. And it's so, in- in- uh, you know, uh, secretly woven in our business. It doesn't really show up like, okay, I'm doing it this way. It means I have good girl syndrome. It's deeply layered and it n- takes a coach to see it through the lens yeah Yeah, that's why
1: people need coaches because you can't at times figure it out yourself because they're very sneaky you think that this is how things are supposed to be that's when a coach comes in and like no that's not how things are supposed to be it's programming and that's why it becomes very difficult to switch And understand like for money, it's okay to give discounts. It's okay for me to spend all my money because I don't feel comfortable having money. Now, there is another thing that if I would have money, I would not be a good girl because I'm not humble because I have more than someone else. And this is another topic that we could go on.
0: Oh yeah, you know, I had always been told that people with money are greedy, so uh, and they get so arrogant, rude, selfish. So if women have more money, they will get so arrogant, so selfish, and the entire household will shut down, and the kids will suffer, and their family will suffer, and husband will suffer, all the things like as if women is responsible to hold the entire home and community and society. So yeah, it's so fascinating how we see things. I really love this. You know, um, one more thing. Yeah.
1: Mm I was just saying I like how we just started the podcast episode and there's already so many. Okay, this was not planned. <laughs> yes, it was not planned at all. And they can already like if you're listening, you can see how like powerfully the podcast is starting. I really like that. Please go on, Sonia. Please share. Yeah. You
0: and you know, the spiritual business uh, women, they also have this fear that, Okay, I'm teaching some spiritual tools. What will people say about me? This is considered taboo in our society. She is selling through her art, through her spirituality. Maybe it's tarot card reader. Maybe it's crystals and all the stuff. So how, how do you really talk people out, out of this?
1: All right, so let's answer that and then we'll get into the story part of it. I really don't care about my story part of honestly. I just love talking about this. So I give multiple concepts and one of them is when you said that, you know, just think I'm uh, giving you coaching in re- a return for gold. Like I really love using water system for my clients. This is like a secret but uh, for my very close clients like who are in the private mentorship I do channeling at times and still practicing it. So I don't charge for it. I actually take food in return so i literally have upi ids of my clients and i'm like okay they come to me they're like okay i want to get some questions answered can you channel for me i'm like sure i would channel it i'll send it and then i'll order food for whatever amount and it's like very tiny but it makes me feel like okay there is more things that i can trade my services for than just money because food is one thing that makes me very happy and i love taking food directly as gifts so because one of my love languages is receiving gifts and that concept really hit with me because what you shared was really a very good way to flip your mindset around with money because if money gets discarded today and you all switch to barter system you wouldn't feel so guilty about exchanging a few things here and there right okay about how i switch the mindset out from the people of Uh, spiritual entrepreneurs that their services are valued and they are required for money what happens is they think that they want to help people i actually work from the purpose and the values aspect so i'm like okay what do you want to accomplish you want to help people all right we'll keep that as a center goal how do, how many people do you want to help? They always say, I want to help as many people as I can. I want to help all the people that I can. Okay, great. Let's put that there in perspective. And now tell me, if you don't charge money for your services, you will give one tarot reading. You will give two tarot reading. By the third one, doesn't your quality start degrading? You know that you start, I have seen it. Even when people pay me, if I do more than three tarot readings, I know... Okay, now I need to stop doing tarot readings because I'm like, I need to get done with this. I'm so tired. So when you are not even getting paid for something, it's like an unpaid internship. We've all done unpaid internships. We've all done internships for experience. And when we are not paid for something, we do not show up at our A game. Right. So basically, you're not helping people right so that's a disservice and that's not actually connecting to your purpose so i show them the disconnect of their actions and where it's leading them it's not actually helping them fulfill their purpose or it might also turn into something like um i'm not getting the word but they're actually giving subpar quality services so it's not even quality help that would go out that makes them like oh okay But then I also want to bring in the other aspect of I want to help all the people in the world. I'm like, okay, but if you do not charge, you know, energetic concepts better than anyone. You know, if you give energy, you have to get it back, whether it is through a feedback, whether it is through money and the more energy debt you accumulate the more easily it's going to manifest in your body in terms of or every time you hear an energy worker, they're always like, I'm so drained out after this healing. I'm so drained out from the tarot readings. I am so sick and they get physically sick as well, not just mentally sick. They're physically tired all the time. They're physically having that. They're more prone to illnesses all the time. That has energy work there, but it also has to do with energy debt. So I tell them, if you keep getting sick, how are you going to help people? And all the people in the world you're not even able to help two people how will you help all the people then i introduce once this comes these two concepts come together it brings them like okay i need to charge money but then how much money should i charge maybe i should just charge 51 rupees and that would be enough for one carter reading i'm like okay that is when i give the example of um this workshop i did so i did a quantum leap workshop once and I usually now, I now download the price. I ask the guides and I channel like, okay, what would be the price for this workshop? This was the first time I did that channeling uh, exercise and I got the price of 2555 rupees for a two hour workshop. I have never charge it i have actually given a six hour like it was a two day workshop which had three hours each i gave it for 1111 rupees okay now my guides are suddenly asking me okay go on and charge this now i am a person who's realized that i can't ignore guidance when some like my guides ask me we have to move in that direction but your guides are telling you information from this level of this place where you are Awakened and you are amazing and you have infinite potential, but you're living in the human world So you have to bridge that gap slowly Otherwise, you're gonna be shook and it'll be like what the hell did I just do when all your fears come to place? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it my way I'll charge two thousand two to two rupees as pre-launch if someone signs up then slowly I will increase it to what price you've given me when I put it out there and person like one person actually bought it without any negotiation like, okay, I have to put a lot of value in this or I'm going to be called a fraud because I have given a lot of value for a lesser price thing. So that is how I operate. I don't think I should refund the money because I have uh, like I'm like being a fraud. I'm like no. I have to put in more value because otherwise i'll be a fraud and i was literally going to students i was in college at that time i was going to engineering students studying quantum physics sitting with them and i am not a science person i am not a maths person and then understanding okay i was listening to all the podcasts about quantum physics and the amount of information i packed that is when i realized i have been slacking off all this time this is my actual a game and it came up because I charge this price so I am actually capable of giving my clients this level of value but I was not doing it because when you charge less there is also this okay I don't have to guarantee results it's okay I have no commitment issues here you pay me less you don't have any changes that's okay but when you charge higher you are forced to in a situation that I will get my client's results, even though the client results are not directly dependent on you, but indirectly you are your, uh, their guide, they are trusting you, so you have to put in all that information. So at that, just blew my eyes, like I was like, okay, I have another level to me and that got unlocked with a price increase. That story, when I tell other people, they realize, okay, so I have to light a fire under my ass. I have to charge high and then start putting in more value. And I recently have helped a few clients create their coaching, first coaching containers. And I tell them okay, charge 20,000 for this, charge 30,000 for this. What the hell are you telling me? I am here taking 1,000 rupee services and you're telling me to go here. I'm like, there are people ready for your services. And once they receive the money, the fear kicks in. That okay, shit, this person is trusting me. Now I have to put in more effort. And then they had the first call and I had this client text me. Just in two days, my client is experiencing so many changes. I didn't think she would take me so seriously, but her life has changed in just two days. I'm like, yeah. And how did you get to know that after charging that freaking 20k amount and after getting a client in your container, you you had a fire under your ass to put in so much value. And now you've changed someone's life. You would have never done that if you didn't charge the right price, you would have slagged off. I went on a rant. (laughs) That's it on my end.
0: That was so beautiful and apt. Uh, You know, I have the similar kind of story to share. When I started my coaching, I was charging $100 for entire month. And I would like create presentation and all the stuff for coaching and deliver my best. And I was like, oh, this is not sustainable. And now I have so many clients transformation. I have my own evolution. I need to charge something more now. So, you know, as I was journaling, the thing that you talked about, you channel from your spirits and guide, I use journaling for that. Uh, I use journaling for every single thing, even for my coaching and all the things. So journaling is my like weapon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I was journaling, it came to me that I need to charge $100 for one session. And I was like, uh-huh, really? Like seriously who will even pay me that and then it was like you don't have to worry about that you just have to sit down every single day and write all the reason why your coaching is worth 10 times more than what you are charging so my charge i was charging 400 dollars for entire month and my coaching was actually 4k dollars worth So this is how, you know, it takes time to change your self-concept here, the thoughts you think about yourself, the thought you think about your people that completely shifted the way I was operating my coaching business, especially the thoughts I had for my clients. Initially, I was thinking that they would not be able to pay me this much or I am taking their money, all these kinds of thoughts. But now I know that they are already empowered. I am meeting their version, the higher version of them who already knows that investing in this is going to benefit me. That investing here is because I have some wild dreams in my life and I cannot wait for next day. The... Even tomorrow, I need to take action today itself. And when I started changing my uh, self-concept and my clients' concept, I started attracting more of those clients because I started speaking to them because all my content, everything, it was directed towards their goals, their desires. And this is how, you know, I started charging more. And yeah, the thing that you talked about delivering, it completely changed. It's so phenomenal to see that when you charge higher, when you see your worth, you prove yourself right. Like your brain always loves to prove yourself right. If you say that you are not capable to do this, your brain will prove you right. And if you go out of your way and really download the beliefs, your brain will prove those beliefs to yourself. Because we have this thing, you know, it's called RAS, Recticular Activating System. So if we start believing in those things, we start actually seeing the evidence of those things in our day-to-day life. So yeah, it was really, really beautiful the way you explained the entire thing.
1: Thank you, Sonia, and uh, about the uh, uh, reticular activating system. I just today had a conversation with my best friend about this. So I love how aligned this conversation is because he doesn't believe in law of attraction. And he's my best friend. So I was like, okay, you know what? Sit your ass down. I'm going to show you how it works based on psychology. If you don't like psychology, let me tell you how brain function works, okay, in basis of biology. Let's work that way because he's a very science-oriented guy. I told him, okay, this, 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 how this happened, this happened. I told him the entire process. Okay, now I'm sort of believe it. I I like this. I don't like all of that attract and all of that. Yeah, cool. Because one day I will probably write another book about how I can explain all the law of, of attraction concepts through psychology. Because I, I I loved studying psychology. I am trying to be a psychology student. I would call myself a psychology student manifesting it already. But I love explaining it to him. And it was... It's the very simple example you know you say okay i want to see a red car and all those red cars were already existing they didn't pop out of nowhere you're just seeing them right now because the kind of sensory input right now in your environment you are not noticing every single color every single sound every single uh whatever other senses are there you are forgetting that your butt is uh, touching the chair you don't remember all of that because your reticular activating system is uh blocking it out because it only focuses on like a few things one of it is the name that you have that's why no matter what you call a person with the moment you call them with their name they listen because The reticular activating system is like, oh, that is important. That has been registered. Similarly, whatever you tell it, that uh, the concept of what you believe about your clients, that is so true. The people who say that "Maybe maybe I'm ripping off my clients, maybe I'm charging too much, that starts showing up. And they start finding all the proof that already exists, all the things already exist at the same time. That's another conversation, but they do exist at the same time. It's what your RAS is focusing on. And I also wanted to talk about that ripping off point that maybe I am taking money from my clients. What happens in that situation is a thinking error where people are forgetting, these spiritual entrepreneurs are forgetting the fact that they're also giving something. They Just forget. They just forget that something is give, being given. They just are thinking, I'm taking money and I'm actually running away. I want anyone who's listening to this podcast, please imagine yourself taking money and running away. Are you doing that? No, you are not. So you're not being a fraud. That, That is being a fraud. Okay. When you take money, you keep it in your account and you actually pull out, maybe you are a tarot reader, you pull out your cards and you read it and you send the reading to them. You have done the energy exchange. You have completed the trade. You are in business because the most of the people think running a business is, you know, uh, taking advantage of people. That is where it truly comes from because we've thought of businesses in such a way. I never wanted to be a business person. I hated the idea of a business and now I can't think of myself in a job. So total 180 degree shifts here.
0: Yeah, that was really beautiful. We are not frauds. Because we are actually delivering what we said we would deliver. We are keeping our word. And that was so beautiful. You know, when you talked about uh, law of attraction, when you uh, simplify it through science, I totally completely get you because I am from science background. And I was not really agreeing anything about manifestation until I view it from the lens of science. I'm not a logical person, but I love science. And I love how our brain works. So the RAS system, entire things about our neural pathways, the more we start repeating, the more we start believing, we start creating new neural connections. And that is how we change our habits. We change our patterns and build new patterns in turn. So yeah, this is all science. It's not all woo-woo stuff or coming from nowhere, (laughs) from abyss or something. So yeah, that was so amazing. Uh, you also talked about uh, you do all things on Instagram. So when I start uh, coaching people, Everyone has some, you know, the negative feedback around Instagram. We don't want to start Instagram. Posting every day is so tiring. How to come up with the content. It's so overwhelming because everyone around us is doing all the similar kind of thing. Who will even listen to me. Spending time on Instagram is so, you know, tiresome. How how did you start your IG account and all the things and build your audience holistically? Like organically?
1: I I love that question. So I actually um, in 10th grade, I have this very special story that I had my hindi teacher come up to me and say do you write poems i just told this to my best friend today do we write poems i'm like yes she's like eight poems on my table tomorrow nothing else She just goes away i'm like okay and i'm the good girl i am the like teacher's pet so i'm like okay eight poems in a pretty pretty handwriting i'm writing it and i'm putting it on her table and i'm binding it with those uh threads and everything and then she tells me oh we might have to get it typed instead i'm like do you know how many times i rewrote these with the hand so that it doesn't like there are no cuttings and everything so she told me i'm gonna get your uh, poems published in a book it's like okay nice it just manifested through like that so that's like my favorite manifestation and like the first i guess big manifestation story that i put out there and that gave me the confidence to put my work out there i'm like okay it is valuable i should put my work out there so i created an instagram page just for myself in the beginning in 2017 and i was posting things like short stories and um poetries and everything and at that time like i am that kid who does not really ha- did not really have a lot of people to talk to or not a lot of people understood me or listened to me. I was always with my books and everything. I just loved escaping at that point of time because I, I didn't really like my life then. So I would put everything on Instagram. I would barely get any likes or anyone would barely watch it. Then slowly I got introduced to self-development content. So uh, I had a book gifted to me by someone and I read it and I am like, oh, whole new world. And Now I already read fiction books. Usually they were romance books. And now I'm going towards the self-development and a whole new world opens up for me. I'm reading Mel Robbins. I'm reading all of these uh, really, really nice books. Jack Canfield and all of the law of attraction side. And I start posting these, like whatever I'm learning. So I am a manifesting generator in human design. Now that basically means I create from consumption. If I wanna recharge my inspiration battery for creation, I need to consume. If I'm not getting any ideas, it's because I'm not consuming. I'm just sitting there and like trying to blank myself out that's why my head is empty and it might go on the overdrive of negative thinking so i start since i'm reading i didn't understand all of this back then because i just got introduced to human design so i'm reading all these books i don't have anyone to talk to about this stuff so i started posting content about this i would make pretty pretty posts challenges and everything and no one would read them but i would still do it for myself and that is one rule i give to all my clients if you're going to post anything out there please do it for yourself. for your younger self, for your future self, for your present self, whosoever you want it to be, but for yourself. Because that is the only way you can strip away all the expectations from content and that is the exact thing that makes it less draining when you are not expecting things from your content and when you post it for your self-satisfaction. So I started posting and I also was not just on Instagram, I was also on Quora. I was answering these questions, how to wake up early in the morning, how to be a really good person, how to be happy. I was writing blogs. I was, I was. I I also made some animated YouTube videos on what is depression, how to deal with it. Like I was like literally trying everything because I just love doing, I'm studying all of this. I need to put it somewhere. People started reaching out to me. People started saying, do you help? Are you a life coach? I didn't even know what a life coach was. I was like, What do you need help with? I totally disregard the life coach thing. I'm like, okay, what do you need help with? You're talking to me. I am going to talk back to you. I love that. And then they would give me all these problems that they had. And I would try to solve it. Not from the aspect of I'm a coach, but I'm a friend. When you're talking, you make internet friends and all. I start solving their problems. There was a mom. She's 40. She had two kids back then in 2018. Okay. And I gave her some advice and it worked out for her. I am 20. Uh, in 2018, I was probably 17 years old. <laughs> I am giving advice to a 40 year old who has two kids, and it worked out for her, and she's not even in India. It's like, okay, cool. I love this. Let me help some more people. I even remember from Quora, I got a text from a person Are you someone who can help me? I am going through this, this, this i started helping him he like overcame an addiction i was like okay Ashu, you got it and you you are a really amazing person but i was like i told them i am not a therapist but i can help you and they put their trust in me and i was able to help them so i was like okay let's get into life coaching that is when i took a like i took this subscription on a free trial of skillshare i did a life coaching course For In those two weeks, I completed the life coaching course, I got my certificate, I cancelled the subscription because I was a student, I didn't have any money to pay, I got that certificate So, and I want to put it out there, you do not need a certificate to do anything but I thought maybe people would ask me for it when I launch it officially and I was also taking two clients for free at that time. One of the clients was from uh, like my friend of friend who my friend was like you do so amazing things I feel like you can help this friend of mine and I was taking calls with her every week and I was like helping her and she improved so much she took power in her hands and that was all life coaching stuff and I was also finding this another person through an online platform where you coach women for free. You mentor women so it's like a non-profit organization sort of thing so i signed up there to gain some experience and i got this one person from mexico and we were working together and it was the most amazing time like we vibed so much just like uh, you and i are vibing right now on this call that is how we were vibing on our calls and she got so much progress and everything so it's like okay now it's time to launch paid programs and now it's time to launch paid stuff And that is how I started like I started building that community because I was posting I was posting again and again over and over again every single month I would take breaks because I was in college I started being in college and things went up and down but I would still come back to my page anyway. That is where posting for yourself helps because all the audience I've built is by putting content out there and there were no reels at that time there were no reels i'm just posting my posts and some people come across it some people like it and then i put my first live coaching session of 30 minutes for 250 rupees and i'm like this is going to sell like hot cakes is just 250 rupees i barely got two clients in the entire month and. I tried to sell them an upper package, I'm like, buy three more calls, you'll get it for like 750 or something. And then we'll have a one month container and everything. One person converted from that. So that is how I started initially. And I remember even before that, I had made a website on which I had put a price of like 45,000 rupees for my golden package. I had put that out and... I'm really happy I'm just having this realization that now my prices are around that so I started there but no one signed up then so I reduced it to like totally 250 built my journey up again I remember from 250 I went to charging 5000 rupees for a one month coaching package which was for calls and stuff then I created a six week coaching package which was 15k. Then I created a three-month package. Then I created a mastermind. So that is how it went. But I started with life coaching. Then I shifted to law of attraction. Then I shifted to doing tarot and everything. Also, everything is happening in between. And then I'm like, okay, I've built such a successful business because I went from in September 2020. I did all of this in COVID. In September 2020, I started. So from zero, we went to 1 lakh rupees in the fourth month of business that was December 2020 I'm like I built a successful business let me teach other people how to build it too and I started teaching courses and everything but what really like I was still teaching it I had this program called start your business boot camp and I was telling people how to run their businesses and everything but I was still a manifestation coach on profile I didn't label change the label or anything but then there was this one time where instagram is gonna get shut down in india things started and people were going crazy like oh no people are like tomorrow instagram will shut down what will i do that is when i realized oh these people don't know the concept of having groups outside of instagram like i have groups on telegram i also have a website i have emails even though i don't do a newsletter or thing but i do have emails i have my website there people can just search me whenever they want and people don't know this that was my point like that night at i usually sleep very early but i was there 10 a uh, 10 pm i made a reel on what to do if you are worried of your audience going away from instagram you are not connected to your audience again that was my first marking reel as a business coach and then i shifted the entire thing i'm gonna be a business coach and then i realized i have a knack for marketing because everyone keeps asking me how do you keep creating content like the exact question you asked content coming up with content is so difficult and like it's the easiest thing to do i love it it is so easy i i create content pieces on calls on like like this and they're like how do you do this because i have taken more than 200 calls in the past two uh, and a half years (laughs) i have done this every over and over again it's a skill that comes with time so that is how the entire thing started i basically started a business to pay my own college fees because i was fed up with trying to maintain a scholarship but not being able to do what i want or hang out with my friends because every time i would hang out i'm like but what if i'm not studying and i don't get my marks and my scholarship gets taken away and my teacher was like this is not A very nice thing to have. It's like a burden on your shoulders. I'm like, if I could make 3 lakh rupees, I'm making nothing. I say, if I could make 3 lakh rupees and pay my college fees without, like, even without scholarship, I could do it. I wouldn't have to worry about anything. And that's how I go on to starting my business and making money and then I paid my entire college fees by myself and I still had the scholarship and I ended up being the topper of my batch as well and I still had my business I had another business I had another business so all of this is my story I I just like to talk
0: (laughs) that that was so you know, attention grabbing, I was just smiling the entire time and listening and really having those vivid pictures of you uh, studying for your college and also running the business, also coaching people, also learning more about yourself. So powerful. You know, that is why when people come to me and ask me that um, I, I don't know what is my soul's purpose, I tell them to just follow their next desire because, you know, desires are like little breadcrumbs that will lead you to your soul's purpose. You don't have to get full clarity or get clear on, oh, okay, I want to save the world. This is my soul's purpose. I have been incarnated for that. No, it's completely okay. If you don't feel like saving the entire world or becoming an Avenger, (laughs) you can simply do the next best thing according to your capabilities right now in this moment and just follow your desire follow that curiosity that exactly what you did you wanted you were so curious about the things like you went uh, on helping people with life coaching the mom the um, Mexican person and all kind of stuff and that is what led you here the I want
1: to, yeah. yeah. I want to just add on one more thing because what you said would fit it very perfectly. All of this saga started because in ninth grade, I create. I I was like, I want to give a TED talk. I am going to give a TED talk. In ninth grade, it is like almost 8 years. Next year, it will be 9 years from ninth grade. And I wrote down my first script, my second script. Like, I wrote all these scripts. I'm going to speak this. I'm like, okay, now this is ready. But how do I get there? Okay, all these people have a book. It would be nice to get a book published. I got the book. So that's like following, finding what you are wanting, like your desire. I didn't have a purpose. if If someone would say, what is your purpose in life? My purpose in life is to give a TED talk. And that is the reason why I have been able to do everything because I'm okay, book checked off. I need to make impact. How can I make impact? Content. Let's post content. I started posting all that content. Okay. Oh these people have businesses. They have all of these things. Okay, let's start a business. Let's oh, oh they have multiple businesses, let's start another business. Like every decision I have made in my life has been guided by this point that I want to give a TED Talk in my
0: life. Yeah, and see how beautifully universe is aligning all the things as per your desires. Because you are like, okay, I am ready. I am open to receiving. Throw it my way. I'm going to, you know, go through it, evolve myself and reach where I want to reach. I read your TED Talk story, I guess, on your Instagram story a few days back. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Talking about your stories, you are currently launching your launch course, launch power up yeah Uh, tell me your process of coming with the offers like uh, from ideation how do you map out all the nitty-gritty of the offers and how do you deliver and launch through your instagram because basically you're doing all the stuff through instagram so how do you do that
1: that is going to take a long time. So brace yourself. Okay. Cause I have, we have made an all entire the time <laughs> podcast about this. I made an entire podcast about how I get inspiration from my, for my offers. And in that I am explaining how I got the inspiration for launch power up. Okay. So it's, ta- I do not come up with ideas for my offers. They drop in my head. I am open to those ideas. Now people get very like, Oh, I have to be looking out for it. no, don't look out so what is happening is i am applying for masters at the moment so i won't be able to take any clients because i'll be moving out of india i can't take any three month container clients or any two month mastermind clients so that lack crept up in me like okay what do we do let's let's launch something short term and get some money because how will i meet my money goals so then I'm like, okay, two-week coaching container, voice, note, access, and thing. I am seeing all these other outside coaches do voxer coaching and stuff. Let's do something like that. People are going to be so happy because all of my uh, containers are so high-priced right now. I had, like, an offer sweet shift. So all my containers are high-priced. People are going to buy it like crazy. I run this by my coach. She's like, nope, you need to redo this because no one buys anything that does not have a specific outcome a specific messaging i'm like but they can ask me anything they want for two weeks isn't that great nope you go back and you redo this okay so i have like uh a lot of coaches, I have two in particular. One is a strategy, one one is energetics. So I run this by my energetics coach as well. And I'm like, okay, two weeks, you can ask me anything and everything. Because my energetics coach is also my client. So we're like, I usually work like this. So she told me, you know what? Keep this in the back of your mind and go about your life. It is going to hit. I'm like, all right, fine. All of you keep saying the same thing. Blah, blah. I, I just do this with my coaches. And then I shut that down and there was this movie going on. I love watching animated movies and that's the only movies I watch in a theater. I go to theater to eat popcorn and watch an animated movie and no animated movies are coming up these days. So there was only the movie of Mario and I expected it to be just a movie where Mario is jumping all the time. That's all I expected it to be. But that was the only movie and I was craving. Like I did not go to a lot of... I have literally gone to three movies in 18 or 19 or even 20 years of my life i've only gone to three movies in a movie theater so we didn't have that so now when i moved out i was like oh movies movies and i loved the experience and i now love going to movies so i'm like okay fine let's buy the tickets for mario i don't care what it is we are going just for the popcorn i said through i loved that movie it was so much more than mario just jumping and i fell in love and that is again how manifesting generators create so i consumed something that inspired me and brought me joy. Joy is a very important aspect for manifesting generators because animated movies already make me happy and this entire concept, oh, he eats a mushroom because I don't remember anything about Mario. But in the movie, okay, he eats a mushroom, he gets a power up and then, you know, he hits this uh, question box uh, thingy and then he gets a power up and there's all of these things going on and then it also fades away. That is going to be the two-way coaching container. And what I do best, I do best with launching. So in two weeks, I'm going to help people launch. And I'm going to call it Launch Power Up. Because in those two weeks, they're literally going to eat that mushroom and get a power up when I am going to be their launch partner. And I'm going to give them all those power up resources. Literally all my resources, I make them on Notion. Their icons are Mario themed. The logo of Launch Power Up is like the game font. That is how I came up with that entire idea that launch power up two weeks. It's going to be a power up because I know it's not long lasting. You can use this formula again and again, but two weeks, there's so much that I can work with, but I can't do it in two weeks. So I'm going to focus on one thing. It's going to be a power up. You're going to see, see, see great results in your business, but then there's a lot of other things you have to work on. It's not a... It is a banded solution, I would say, but it helps you learn how to do launches properly because I can't work on your offer suite in just two, uh, two weeks. I cannot work on your pricing of all the offers in two weeks. I cannot help you build Instagram connections or work on your content on your feed. So we are very narrow focused in Launch Power Up. We work just on your stories. We do a full story launch for these two weeks. I have literal story scripts laid out which get me results. And then you can twist it and change it and create your own. And then there is uh, like other activities because I'm more of a spiritual coach. So that's what I bring in. So I will give you spiritual activities to align your intentions before the launch, during the launch. And then there is the reflection part which I feel spiritual entrepreneurs just don't do. They go by the fields. This launch did not feel good. I don't feel good about this. And that is where in the reflection, the first thing they reflect on is numbers. Because numbers don't lie. They attach meaning to numbers, but numbers don't lie. So I'm like, sometimes there's this person she's like, I I didn't feel good about this launch. I'm like, let's look at your numbers. And then she's like, Oh it was a good launch. I just thought it was not. Yes, because they make feelings as facts. Another thinking error in psychology that you keep thinking, whatever you're feeling is true. It's not. Feelings are passing things. They barely last 90 seconds. So you keep thinking that that is the truth. It doesn't work like that. So I have a reflection. So it's like a 4A formula that I have for this launch power up and you are the on the podcast or so the first people to hear it because I have not revealed it yet. So the first one is attunement, where we are going to attune your energy in the right way, we're going to make sure that the intention for launching is right, because I had someone text me for this program and she said, I I have not posted in some time, will this work, will I have a good launch? I'm like, please join with the intention of learning how to do a proper launch, otherwise I would not have the capacity for you. I literally said that and she's like, you're right, and she paid me. So that's the attunement part, she already started attuning even before she joined the program. Then comes the attraction, which is my speciality, which is your marketing aspect. I help you create your launch content, your story content, and I do it in a way that you fall in love with creating content. It's going to be something that every piece happens in your life, you're going to fall in love with it. Then comes your alignment. So we all know of the mid-launch slump, where no one is buying because it has launched. When, uh, you, offer. when you launch something, The first days and the last days are when you get the most sales. In the middle, how do you hold the energy to not give up? That is where alignment comes in. So whatever energy we attuned you to, we are going to constantly keep aligning you back to it, where I am going to work with you through your limiting beliefs, where I work with you on that aspect of, um, what was that? How to keep your mindset right, how to keep showing up and how to make it fun for yourself, how to post for yourself. And then comes the after work, which is the reflection part i don't create all of this like it doesn't the 4a doesn't drop in my head i'm like okay i'm gonna do these four things uh, i'm gonna do all of these things i literally dump okay i'm gonna give them this worksheet that worksheet okay now let me group it let me group it further now let me give it a fancy name that is how and I teach you how to come up with that fancy name in the launch power up because everyone is like I always wish I had a signature framework which had a name I'm like yeah let me show you how we do that inside launch power up so that was like the entire story it started with lack mindset I aligned myself then I did the right way of launching it and I have been postponing this launch for one month. So now I finally got the energy. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm just offboarding a client tomorrow for this. And we've already finished her two weeks. She has made, like, she has 4X' her investment from this program in just two weeks. So I was like, yeah, because manifesting generators, I keep saying this a lot, I take a lot of pride in being a manifesting generator. It is that they are here to show you how to do things in quickly. They're basically here to collapse time and show you what are quantum leaps like so you are here going okay i have to launch i have to wait for one month i have to prep up and all of that and then comes a manifesting generator shows you wait let me show you we do it in one week let me show you how and they do it so that's like they skip a lot of steps that's why i said it's a bandit there are a lot of wounds that we need to work on so we need to work in a, a bigger container but let me show you how we can do this quickly because it's possible for you and then when they have a good launch what i want them to see is there is a possibility they have so much launch trauma a lot of people have launch trauma i have it and they are not able to process it so inside this container i help like in launching i basically help them fall in love with selling a lot of negative association with selling is there
0: wow that was phenomenal and I love that 4A formula. Thank you so much for sharing that. You have never revealed this anywhere, but this is the first time you're doing that. I'm so sure people are going to love this. And I love the entire process of ideation to creation to launching. You know, when I was launching, I recently launched Rebel Content Alchemy, my two-day magic class. It was so channeled. Every time, you know, even when I was hearing the song, I was like, okay, this is like a content. Let me just post it out there. It was so fun, joyful, and amazing to launch that event. I, wa- I used to be so stressed out earlier whenever launching was like, oh, I have to launch this. I have to be in this very aligned energy for the entire time of launch. And I just cannot have any negative thought in my mind like shush, shush don't come here. It was all kind of like that. But yeah, it is in processing those emotions and coming back uh, to that anchor. I shared this on my Instagram feed, uh, the slump that you were talking about. I also faced that slump, the mid slump. It is very normal, but we take it with uh, like, at heart, like this is something happening. Something is wrong with me. People don't like my offer now. Maybe I'm communicating in the wrong way and all this kind of stuff. And what this thoughts result into is we just give up. We don't show up in the energy that we were showing up prior. And so this is something I love telling is uh, like have an anchor that can hold you through all the tides and ebbs of your uh, launch flow. And it was so refreshing to hear from a different perspective from you. This entire conversation has been so deep, so powerful. It really feels that I know you for so long because we have so much in common. (laughs) But before going, I have one question for you that I know all Indians have. You know, whenever I'm coaching uh, Indian clients, they have this question that they need to have foreign clients (laughs) okay i'm laughing because i just saw her face she's like yes i have this (laughs) yeah so they have this question that they need to have foreign clients they have to attract clients from another country to make more money which is absolutely bullshit it is totally nonsense thing that you have ingrained in your head it doesn't work that way and i want to i would love to know your take on this I literally
1: did an entire story sequence about this. When you asked me this, I was like, yes because i just got this question asked in the dms like everyone says to make six figures you have to have international clients so uh th- is it never possible to uh, have uh, uh your goals met without having international clients is it not uh, does nationality determine our worthiness that is what she said to me that two person and I was, I was so heartbroken i'm like you're starting out she's like i guess in college and i'm like no that's not true. Let me go on my stories and let me tell you exactly what happens here. You are thinking that, yes, they can pay you more money. That's true. But that does not mean Indians cannot make uh, pay you more money. Just like we have beliefs about our clients, like you said previously, that we think that our clients are not going to pay this much and everything. We also have beliefs about nationalities. We have a belief that Indians cannot pay so much because as an Indian, we see ourselves trying to save up on everything, trying to find the best deal. So that's what's programmed in our head. So what we want to do is we want to shift our mentality around money first. We want to see that, okay, I am an Indian and I do different. Like for me, this had manifested in a different way because I thought students don't pay so much. Right For me that was that. But then I shifted it. I was like, no, I am a student and I pay so much because I earn so much and I cannot be the only one. I am not that special to be just the only student in entire India or in the entire world to be able to pay for coaching. No, I believe there are more. And I kept attracting all of these people who were students and who had the money and they got into my programs. Now we shift the same concept to Indians. As an Indian, if you are listening to this, let's say you are Sonia's client, you've invested in her and you are an Indian. You cannot be the only Indian who is investing in themselves and investing higher amounts. So your clients always are your mirror. If you invest in other people, I'm not saying that you have to invest to attract those clients. I don't believe in that because I did not invest for a very long time and I did get clients. It's just, would you be willing? to invest that much so for example i paid one lakh rupees in one go for the very first time it was very scary but i paid that to a coach because i wanted to work with her if i can pay one lakh my prices are much less than that my my clients can pay me that i can do that right if there is someone who i've seen okay the best way to overcome this is first start following international coaches and whenever you see an Indian name there, if the Indian people have the capacity to pay the international clients, that international coach is that much, there is a coach pay, uh, charging $2,000 for a one hour call. Right? And there is an Indian person there. So that Indian person can pay you at least $1,000 or if not $500 worth of money to you. What do you need to know is first change your beliefs about Indian people. The second thing is start showing yourself proof that people are willing to invest in themselves. You can do it with Indian people or any nationality for that matter. You can hit your goals with your own nationality. You do not need international clients. International clients are just a bonus. And what we are seeing here is just their paying capacity. So it's like, I want more money. I want more money. Having more money would be so great. But when you actually get more money, you start looking at the taxes. You start thinking negatively. like, shit. There's so many taxes I have to pay. So positive and negative both exist at the same time. Similarly, I want international clients. I want international clients. Do you know how much fees it charges to take payments through PayPal? Do you know how much it becomes How difficult it becomes? Because I had a client wanting to pay me, and he was just not able to, no matter what we were trying. Do you think? so negative and positive exist at the same time? I want to manifest international clients. Here are ten thousand different problems that will come with it and you can do the same with indian people i'm talking india specifically because we are in this context but if you are listening from any other country you can still manifest clients in your own country and still meet your uh, goals because i made three lakh rupees in one month that was like the highest month i had in december all indian clients not a single person was international when i hit my first 1 lakh rupee month in that december 2020 all indian clients there was no international clients at all i've barely had two three international clients all my life in this business so i i, I know that it's hyped you can charge them more but you also pay a lot in taxes and fees and transaction fees. So there is positive and negative. I don't have any hate towards international clients. You can still get them. And it's always nice to work with people all over the world. But do not have negative thoughts about your own people, man. We are all the same people. But you are staying in the same country at least to value the capacity. Because you are holding your client to that standard. Like you talked about uh, uh, that, when you want your clients to show up, you want to have a higher standard for them. When you're charging the right price, they show up with that energy, and you show up with that energy. Similarly, if you there is some psychology effect that I don't remember clearly at the moment, there is some name for it. So that's what happens with me. I don't remember names of anything. I remember concepts. So the if a kid is told you are so good at this, you're so good at this, they end up doing well. Basically, it depends on the kind of expectation the teacher attaches to the student. So, if the teacher says, you are good for nothing, the student will not perform, even if the student is really good at studies. Similarly, as a coach, if you say, my clients can't pay, my audience cannot pay, you are attaching that expectation to your audience and they are going to fulfill it. So, you are going to now attach a different expectation that my clients can pay, let me try just getting one person who can pay me this amount that's how I started with my bigger amounts one person pay me this I will believe it universe give me this client I'll believe you I got that and if I can then I have this like um, formula no I don't want to call it a formula it's a motto basically that if I can get one person at this price I can get more because this person is not that special this is an entire concept I teach in my mastermind you are not special (laughs) take that and start putting it everywhere It is not just happening with you, it happens with everyone. It is not just your fault, everyone goes through this shit. And you are not the only person investing high amounts in other coaches. There are other people who will invest that in you getting yourself in masterminds also really helps like when you see even working with your coach you're working one-to-one you see all these other people also pay the same amount and they are also all indians and they're like okay i paid so much amount to my coach they are also paying so much amount to my coach and they are all indians so means they have the paying capacity more proof for my reticular activating system to believe that i can get indian clients to pay me higher amounts and reach my money goals
0: Exactly. You know, I, I had this thought that whenever when I was charging less, I was okay that, okay, Indians would be able to pay me. But as soon as I raised my charge uh, charges from the coaching industry, specifically from the Indian coaches, like what they were charging, I was like, I need to go and have some international clients because I really don't think if my people, my country's people could pay me that. And that was the huge mindset block that I had to sit down and answer and go within what is really happening here. So what I found out was um, money trauma. It runs through generation and being in third world country, we have always seen people struggling with money and hoarding and saving money because we were literally thrown out of our own countries during the partition so the so the uh, uh, story is like my grandma was uh, from Pakistan and she was uh, thrown from that country because of being Hindu. And that is where this all, you know, the trauma of just getting money, leaving it there is coming from. So I had this mindset of hoarding money, which is why I thought that, okay, I need to have more of international clients because I had money issues in me. So I had to resolve those issues. Next thing, when I paid, like I paid maximum amount of $3,000 to learn about subconscious reprogramming from the coach I admire a lot, I was like, there were so many Indians in there. And if I can pay that, like there are so many people who are looking out for this kind of service, they will pay me. It's only the matter that you need to show them what you are offering. And again, you know, what we think is when uh, coaches from other countries are charging high, they would be giving something so special that our people cannot give. But in real sense, really trust me with that because I have worked with both coaches, international and Indian. In real sense, there is no such difference because the concepts are literally same. You deliver it in different way. So, it's not that if someone is charging you higher, like they will give you some golden trick or they will give you a cheat sheet to follow and you will be like, you know, money making rich. There is no
1: golden trick. Everything, every marketing (laughs) concept is same. There is no way you can create something
0: new out of it. Exactly. Yeah. I I truly believe in representation because if I had seen uh, brown women from third world country showing up and charging in dollars and having clients from all over the world, it would have been so much easier for me to believe in myself in the same way. And that is the entire main mission I have for my business that I want to have more representation. And that is why I was so excited to bring you on this podcast, like you are the first guest here, and I'm focusing more on getting all the Indian people here who are in the coaching industry, who are, you know, shifting the paradigm and just shifting the collective energy. And I'm so grateful to have you here. This entire conversation was so powerful. And yeah, I'm looking forward to connecting more with you.
1: Thank you so much, Sonia, for inviting me. I absolutely loved talking about so many things. It was like, I guess, over one hour and I, I loved it. I loved sharing all of this. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, okay. Just let us know how we can uh, reach out to you and where we can find you.
1: Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram because I basically live there. That is at listening Stories Untold. I know that name makes no sense, but I have a story for that. And we'll <laughs> save it for another time. I also have another page called Stationery That Empowers, which is... I have not parted ways from my manifestation roots and mindset coaching roots. So I do that over on that page. I do have another third business, which is LSU Socials, which is still growing. It's a baby launched this year, trying to help people with social media management for spiritual entrepreneurs. So that's where you can find me. I also have a podcast just like Sonia's and it's called Your Spiritual Business Coach.
0: Oh my God, she is on Instagram, really. (laughs) I leave all the links. For people to follow you, to reach out to you, to ask you, share things with you and about your podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here. And all of you, thank you so much for listening. If you really felt like today's call resonated with you or there was something that clicked, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram and tag us. We would love to cheer you. We would love to hear your stories. And thank you so much again for connecting. I'll see you for the next episode. Have a great day.